know that the ship was headed into a storm, though he did notice that the lantern in his cabin was beginning to swing more than it had been. On deck, the barometric pressure was dropping steadily. Low pressure meant high winds, and high winds meant rough sea. Waves were beginning to break across the bow of the ship. With each one, the Dumfries rolled from side to side, shuddering and creaking. The stronger the wind grew, the more worried Captain Morris became. Despite all his efforts, his ship was at the mercy of the current and howling wind. And worse, they were just four days out of Liverpool and not yet in the open waters of the Atlantic Ocean. They were still in the Irish Sea, close to the jagged rocky outcrops of the Welsh coastline. Now, tossed to and fro by the wind and the ocean current, those rocks were perilously close. By late afternoon the waves were mountainous, and the Dumfries creaked as it lurched. Hudson Taylor made his way cautiously up on deck. The color of the sky matched the bruises he'd gotten while being tossed around in his cabin. Ocean spray stung like tiny shards of glass as it whipped at his face. Captain Morris clung to the ship's large wooden wheel, turning it first one way and then the other, trying to get the Dumfries to respond. He glanced at Hudson, not once slackening his grip. "'Unless God helps us, there is no hope!' he yelled. "'How far are we from the Welsh coast?' Hudson shouted back. Fifteen or sixteen miles, and we're drifting fast!' As Captain Morris spoke, a huge wave hurled itself against the ship. Frothing foam, driven by the wind, filled the air, and water surged across the deck, tossing barrels and pieces of lumber around as though they weighed nothing. Hudson decided he would be safer down in his cabin. As he left the deck, he surveyed the scene before heading below. Unless God works miraculously on our behalf, a few broken timbers will be all that's left of us and our ship by morning, he thought, unsure of what lay ahead. In the darkness below deck, many of the Dumfries' crew huddled together in the mess room. The ship was pitching and rolling so heavily now falling forward, now rocking from side to side, now falling and rocking, that Hudson had to crawl on his hands and knees down the passage to his cabin in the ship's stern. The cabin door swung wildly on its hinges, but he managed to secure it behind him as he collapsed inside. He rolled onto his bunk, alone in the dark, hearing only the smash of the waves against the ship's side, and the ship's shuddering reply. Each swell nearly threw him from his bunk. He tried to sleep, but it was no use. The fury of the storm only grew, until the ship was being tossed so wildly that Hudson could not remain in his bunk. He made his way back up on deck. Captain Morris still stood resolutely at the wheel. But Hudson noticed something different this time he could see a lighthouse close to the leeward side of the ship. "'The Hollyhead Lighthouse!' Captain Morris yelled to Hudson. "'We're heading straight for it!' "'How long do we have?' Hudson bellowed back over the howl of the wind. Two hours at the most!' was the captain's grim reply. Hudson could think of nothing else to say. It was over."
Captain Morris had done everything he could to save his ship, but nothing had worked. It was only a matter of time before the Dumfries would smash into the rocks. Tears joined the salty trail of sea spray that streaked down Hudson's cheeks. Thoughts of family flooded Hudson's mind as he made his way back below deck. He could see the faces of his mother and father and his sisters, Amelia and Louisa. How would they cope with his death? It was not supposed to end this way. Had God saved him from malignant fever and certain death only to let him drown in the Irish Sea? He thought about his body. Would it sink to the bottom or wash up on shore? Just in case it washed up, he took out his pocketbook and, despite the fierce, unpredictable movements of the Dumfries, managed to write his name and address in large letters inside.